Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Karen Lindsay, and today's episode is brought to you by NetHealth. NetHealth's outpatient EMR and billing software Redoc, powered by XFIT, provides an all-in-one software solution with guided documentation workflows to make it easy for therapists to use and streamline billing processes to help speed billing and improve reimbursement. You can check out NetHealth's new tip sheet to learn four ways that outpatient therapy providers can increase patient engagement in 2020. All you have to do is go to go.nethealth.com slash patientengagement2020. So thanks to NetHealth. Now on to today's episode. This was another episode that was recorded live from the Graham Sessions in Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm so excited to have my good friend and physical therapist, Erica Mello, on the show. Erica is a board-certified physiotherapist in private practice in New York City. After a decade solving financial problems on Wall Street, Erica took her MBA and her problem-solving skills to the clinic. She specializes in treating patients with persistent unsolved pain, and her mission is to raise awareness of the physical therapy profession to a level like no other. Erica is the co-host of the podcast Tough to Treat, a physiotherapist's guide to managing those complex patients. She is also a thought leader in the profession and helps her patients as well as her colleagues empower themselves to lead and live with purpose. Erica has been featured in Forbes, BBC, Women's Day, Better Homes and Gardens, Muscle and Fitness, Hers, and Health Magazine. She is also the co-host of the Women in PT Summit held annually in New York City, she is actively involved in spreading the word on social media and at her website, ericamello.com. So in today's episode, we talk about something that really sort of uh, puts a fire under Erica and inspires her, and that is how to create a brand ambassador for physical therapy. So in this episode, we talk about the lack of public understanding of the role of the physical therapist, how to turn your patient into your brand ambassador inexpensive acts of kindness that will make you memorable to your patients and beyond, and why you should network outside of your profession. This is a great episode. I want to thank Erica so much, and everyone else, have a great day, and thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I am here with physical therapist Erica Mello, and we are live in Nashville, Tennessee at the Graham Sessions. And for those of you that don't know, Graham Sessions is all about bringing up big, bold ideas, things that might be controversial, things that maybe we're not talking about as much in the profession. And it's like a big think tank. And so today, Erica and I are going to try and take that and miniaturize it down to a podcast. So one of the things that really, I guess, gets to Erica is the lack of knowledge of what we as physical therapists do. 
how we operate, and how we can help people. So, Erica, what are some things that you have maybe even experienced? I'm sure this comes out of your experience as a practice owner and as a physical therapist for many years. So I'm just going to hand it over to you and let you kind of talk about some of the things that really get to you and if you have any suggestions or solutions for other physical therapists or the general public that we can do to perhaps mitigate this situation. Well, thank you, Karen. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Um, Nash- Graham Sessions is wonderful in Nashville. I've never been to Nashville. Nope, so I know. It's quite nice. Um, one of my mentors or business coaches asked me a while ago, what can't you shut up about? And what I can't shut up about, I mean, there's many things, but this so irritates me is that people still, consumers and other healthcare professionals do not understand what we do at all. They don't understand. They think we're all exercise. And I know that this is a topic that's been beaten around for many, many years. And for me, it's ju- it, it drives me crazy. And I can, I'll can i just tell you a story related to Karen. I had a patient of mine who just texted me. Uh, I'm an out-of-network practitioner. And she has a, a certain de- de- like a deductible she has, has to meet. And she's like, well, I'm going to wait to see you. I'm going to wait to see you. I'm going to go meet my deductible. I'm like, well, why don't you meet your deductible with me? Am I not, is my profession not as valuable to you in your mind? And I think as a profession, we need to start, and we can talk about the marketing and the branding, but that's not what this is about. We need to start at the grassroots level at with our patients. I mean, our patients are our voices and we need to develop relationships with them and we need to actually make the ask. I think we sometimes are in our profession, we're not shy, but we don't make the ask of an I'm guilty of this. We don't make the ask of our patients. How can I what do you, what, what is your view of me as a therapist? What is your view of me as a profession? How can I get a seat at the table, for example, you know, in the in, in, in a Medicare discussion in Washington? How can I get a seat at the table? you know, at an AMA conference. I know a lot of physical therapists out there are speaking at other non-PT conferences, but I think it first starts with with our patients developing. We talked about, um, you know, a lot of these business and leadership skills, these soft skills, and, and, and yes, those are very important, but the relationship with our patients, the patients will get that word out. I mean, there are time and time again, we both experienced it. You treat so-and-so and the word gets out, this physical therapist is different this is what they do right you know i mean oh absolutely yeah and i think that starting with the interpersonal relationships relationships matter i think gosh i think uh it was on twitter somebody mentioned recently that she spent 40 minutes on the phone talking to an insurance company or a doctor and was that worth her time and they, you know she got a lot of comments and it was like relationships matter and our that's valuable to the patient. Oh, absolutely. So, um, and I, like, I agree with you. It's all about relationships and those relationships, that alliance that you create with your patient, that patient then goes out and they become your ambassador. And not only an ambassador for you, but an ambassador for the profession as a whole. So instead of saying, which we heard today, people say, I went to PT and it was crap. Yeah. And they didn't do anything. And they... But instead, wouldn't it be great if all of us PTs are forming these relationships, are treating patients with the latest evidence, are not wasting people's time, are making people feel better, 
or I would even argue making people more functional, getting people to an elite level of sport. And that's what physical therapists can do. And I feel like a lot of patients, if they have gone to a physical therapist and they'll say, oh, they just put a hot pack on me and then some stim, then I did my exercises and then I left. And you know who that patient was? My own dad. Oh gosh. Oh my God. Yeah. My own dad was like, well, why would I do that? He's like, I can put a hot pack on at home and go to the gym. Right. Well, that's not quite the care that you're talking about. Right. So that was your dad. So, you know, he would never say anything to you. Like, you know, he he would, he would not basically say, you know, all physical therapists are alike because you're his daughter. So, you know, I talk about, you know, building relationships with your patient. Your patients, number one, are your advertising, are your marketing, and they're your brand. You know, we can spend a lot of money and we, you know, a lot of people do on all of these business courses that, that you know, marketing and the branding and the social media and, and that's all great. But if you don't have a relationship with your patient, it doesn't matter. And what are some tips that you can give to the listeners to create a good relationship with your patient? I would say, you know, and I speak from experience and seeing other therapists work and, and, and over the, my years, go the extra mile for your patient. Go the, just do that. There are many times in patients, for example, they're gonna, they'll email me, they'll text me and on weekends and I answer those text messages and I answer those emails and they are like, thank you so much for answering an email on a, on a weekend. And yes, that's a very basic example, but it actually matters to these people. Well, the basics matter. Yeah. That's the simple little things that you can do that takes two seconds of mm-hmm. your time. Yep. And also just listening to your patient. And yes, I do have a tendency to run a bit late when I see patients, but I will tell you, <laughs> Karen's laughing because she knows, <laughs> but if someone asks you a question and you're 10 minutes late for your next patient, you don't just say, I can't answer it now, you know, and this is obvious, but that patient, they may have gotten 100% better with you, but they're, oh, they're going to remember that last encounter. You need to make every encounter matter, whether it's listening to the patient, whether it's, um, you know, listening to them about something that's unrelated to to physical therapy, uh, and going that extra mile. And, and I do believe that, that whatever, and asking the patient, you know, what do you want from this relationship? Um, it's a relationship, and it's, it's a trusting relationship. And, and, and you, you once again, you know, all the branding and, and is fabulous, but they're, your voice. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's also important to remember that this isn't a relationship of you being above your patient. It's a partnership relationship. Exactly, exactly. And what do partnerships do? You know, they they give and they take and there's a sacrifice. But you're, I, I would offer this advice is your patient is your patient for life right? It's like that lifespan practitioner that we talked about so often. And they should be treated as such. For example, when they leave your office for, let's say you've seen them for 10 visits, their back pain's gone, and they're kind of good to go. But they're not really, once again, you don't discharge patients, you just, 
you know, see them and then they come back whenever they've got something else going on. It's it's not the wor- a word I like to use. It's funny. I've I often say I don't use discharge anymore. I actually say, um, you know, I'll see you if you have any other problems. Just just come on back and I will keep in touch. I actually think using direct mail, and I've said this, said this before, really helps. I actually send birthday cards out to my patients. And thank you cards and, and thank stuff, you right? Cards. Yep. I, after I have a, a, a new patient, I will send a thank you card. Thank you so much. It was nice meeting you. And patients are saying, they come back and they're like, that was a great touch. I really appreciated your card. Honestly, go into your database. It's Get an Excel spreadsheet of all your birthdays, of all your patients' birthdays. It is an easy thing to do. And then just note them down and, and write them. It Go on a Sunday, spend an hour and a half doing that. It will matter. That's a great tip. Thank you so much. Yeah. I think I'm going to do that now. I know. It, it's funny because I had a, a, an assistant of mine do that. And I was like, oh, she has a birthday very similar to mine, you know. And <clears throat> and, and they actually do appreciate that. And, you know, I've been, I've been a patient myself. And I, you know, yeah, we can get the odd email. And everybody's about, you know, the email marketing. Yes. However... It's not the same. No, it's definitely <laughs> not the same. And and I also can appreciate those tips that you just gave, listening to the patient, sending a birthday card, a thank you card, and uh, helping them kind of understand what we do and taking the time for them. These are not huge things. You don't need a certification for it. You don't have to spend money for it unless you get a stamp or something. It's very easy, accessible ways for everyone to enhance that relationship. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by NetHealth. NetHealth's outpatient EMR and billing software Redoc, powered by XFIT, provides an all-in-one software solution with guided documentation workflows to make it easy for therapists to use and streamline billing processes to help speed billing and improve reimbursement. You can check out NetHealth's new tip sheet to learn four ways that outpatient therapy providers can increase patient engagement in 2020 at go.nethealth.com slash patient engagement 2020. Right. I think someone mentioned today that uh, you might not be the best therapist in the world, but if you've developed a relationship with your patient, that's golden. And I I received something from one of my coaches recently, and it was a card, and it said, the best is yet to come. And I was like, whoa, I was so touched by that. It took her what maybe five minutes to write that, n- not even, and that, and I remember that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I remember that, and when someone is sending that to you before you have to renew a coaching program or before you have to do something, I'm going to renew. I'm, of course, I'm going to renew because yeah. that was a great touch. You know, yeah. that's the customer service that people forget that we actually need to do in our in our field. Well, it makes you feel quite simply, that you matter. Yes. And isn't it great that we as physical therapists can give to our patients the gift that they matter? Yes. Because they might not be getting that elsewhere. So if you can do that for your patient, they're your brand ambassador for life. Absolutely. You know, and I, when I started early on, I, you know, as a business owner, I was actually afraid to ask my patients for referrals. Me too. You know, I, I really was. And and it, to this day, it still is hard. But it, it comes out a bit easier now. You know, if you know of anybody else that could need my services, I really enjoy treating the difficult patients. Just, you know, send them my way. And it comes out easier that way. And we all have a different view. But they, if they like you, 
Yeah. I will do that. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, I don't want to do that. It I sounds know. so slimy, like use car salesman. I can't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that person. And I remember somebody saying to me, but you're not slimy. So it would never come out that way. I know. So if you're not slimy and gross and you ask someone, hey, listen, I, this is, I love doing this. If you know someone, definitely send them my way. I'm accepting new patients yeah. anytime. Like it's only slimy, I think, if you're a slime ball. Exactly. And it comes out very, um, you know, with integrity, yeah. right? And it's not, of course not, because you, and if you say it with the passion like you just did, you know, you, I love to treat these patients. I love to treat patients just like you. How special is that, mm-hmm. right? That you make them feel special and they'll be like, oh, of course. You know, it's like asking for reviews on a podcast. Oh, I didn't know I had to write a review. You know, can you write me a review? Boom. They don't understand it. And I think that that's a... That is a good relationship. And once they realize that, you'll be in the top of their brain. And then they're going to be like, well, that experience was very valuable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, the birthday, the, the birthday um, cards, the just developing the rapport, rapport and, and, and just establishing relationships that where it's a, you know, a, a give and a take, but it, it, it's almost like a marriage in a way. I mean, I'm, I'm not married. And I certainly don't have experience in that. But but when you have business partners or par- podcast mm-hmm. partners, it's a give and a take. And the ones that last the longest are the ones that, that work together. They collaborate. Yeah, and absolutely. Those are, that's, that's the best recipe for success. Right. And, and exactly what Erica just described is how we as physical therapists can help the general public know what we do. Right. So it goes back to the thing that gets Erica every time is people don't know what we do. But there are, what, 300,000 physical therapists in the United States? Yeah. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and so if we can make a difference with every person, then can that cause a little ripple that could become a wave. Right. And I would also urge um, uh, physical therapists to go to conferences that are not physical therapy related. (laughs) Go to a leadership conference. Mm -hmm. Go to a a medical writing conference. Go to a urology conference or a women's health conference. That's the, you know, you'll develop relationships and you'll be the brand ambassador because you'll be the only physical therapist there. Very true. Right. That's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I'm going to start doing more of that myself, actually. Awesome. All right. Well, is there anything, what are the big things that you want the listeners to take away from this? That... It's the small things that really matter. It's the, it's kindness. That's my word of the year, by the way. Remember we had the oh, word yeah, of the yeah, year? Yeah, nice. That's my word of the year. Nice. Kindness. It's the, it's the little things that matter. Sometimes we need to go back to business 101, like direct mail. That, that actually does work. You know, it really does. And so that, that's the main thing. And don't be afraid to collaborate with non-physical therapists, mm-hmm. acupuncturists, or develop a relationship there because mm-hmm. those that you will educate them. You really will. And you have to be passionate about this. If you don't, if you're not as passionate about it as, as I am, you'll do it like half-assed in a way. And, and yeah. you know, so, uh, but start with your patients and, and, and tr- pick, pick a few patients you really like. And you, you know, send birthday cards, send thank you cards, do it for one or two months and see if you get any return on your $1 investment. It's nothing. Absolutely. Yeah. Great advice. And now what advice would you give to yourself knowing where you are now in your life and in your career? What advice would you give to you as a new grad right out of PT school? Uh, stop overthinking. Oh. 
I, I, I analyze, overanalyze everything, and that's good and bad. And I think that if I were coming out of PT school right now, I, I, it's not the latest and greatest social media course or marketing course or branding course. You could easily do those via YouTube. I mean, and yeah. obviously, you know, but it's really about what are your strengths? We talked about this at the Women mm-hmm. in PT Summit. You need to play to your strengths, okay? Like, I like to problem solve. That's one of my strengths. And I, so I would suggest anybody coming out of PT to PT school, do a deep dive into what your strengths are. What, you know, look at your, there's many strength finders is a great one. Um, I would really do a deep dive into looking at what your strengths are and play off of those. Get really good at those and you will find ways to apply those in physical therapy. Fabulous. And where can people find you? Oh, gosh. Uh, online, we've got ericamello.com, myvelocityphysiony.com. And I'm in New York City, right across from Bloomingdale's. And all my Facebook, Twitter, yeah. Erica Mello. And your podcast? Oh, of course, Karen. Thank you. <laughs> my podcast with my wonderful co-host, Susan Clinton, Tough to Treat. And your book? My book, thank you, Karen. <laughs> Is uh, oh, and that's about a year ago. Oh my God! Why do I hurt? Discover the surprising connections that cause physical pain and what to do about them. That's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Awesome! And just so everyone knows, we will have links to all of Erica's information under this episode at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. So, Erica, thank you so much. Thank you, Karen, for having me. And everyone, thanks so much for listening. Have a great couple of days and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. Thank you, thank you to Erica for a great interview, and I highly recommend going to their podcast, Tough to Treat, and getting her book. And, of course, a big thank you to NetHealth for sponsoring today's episode. Again, NetHealth's outpatient EMR and billing software, Redoc, powered by XFIT, provides an all-in-one software solution with guided documentation workflows to make it easy for therapists to use and streamline billing to make sure you get paid. You can check out NetHealth's new tip sheet to learn four ways that outpatient therapy providers can increase patient engagement in 2020. Head over to go.nethealth.com slash patientengagement2020. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media.